Hey, Pete. You're fired. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. About to be solo jazz <laughs> advice coming at you. Apparently, I've been let go. We're both fired because it's hot and her. I feel it's like fire. Hot. I feel it's like literally I'm on getting fire. hotter. We're not doing headphones today. I can't take it. I can't take it can't either. Take we're, it. Just gonna, we're just going to freeform <laughs> this, uh, this topic of how to hire yeah. and fire. I want to fire the. Uh, well, we can't really fire the AC. Um, person here because we still need to get it fixed i like to fire them right after it's done for taking so many days how about that this is ridiculous yeah, and we, we haven't found out if the part is here if the part's not here this is going to be all week buddy that's so, right. i mean you don't care because you're leaving well no i care come but on for man. andrew and i, I want my people i don't mind i was born in florida man this is like normal <laughs> you grew up like this <laughs> okay so we're talking about how to hire and fire i think specifically in the context of Mostly bands. I mean, yeah. that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you had any experience on either end of those? I've had experiences on both ends of mm. this. And, you know, both have their challenges. Right. For sure. And, and I think both, um, you get better with experience. Mm-hmm. For sure. Have you been getting better lately? <laughs> yes, I have been. <laughs> I have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's never either hiring or, or changing the lineup up or whatever you're doing is never easy. Yep. Um, have you been? Have you ever been fired? Yes, absolutely. That's that's where I've learned how to do a lot of this stuff. I've, I've been fired, and most recently, I did. I think what for the first time ever, um, I fired myself off of a gig. <laughs> really? Yeah, the uh, opera. Oh, the opera! I that's absolutely right. fired myself. You were like, <laughs> looked in the mirror, and you were like, Peter, <laughs> you're fired. That was actually a new experience. But you know what? I think all these have in common, um, and we talk about mindset a lot here. And you know, if you have the growth mindset. We remember the other day we talked about scarcity versus abundance. Yeah, yeah. When you realize that that if you look at the world of music and just the world in general as there being abundant opportunities, um, then this should all get a lot easier. Because if you're firing somebody, um, well, if you're being fired, yeah. the way you should respond should not be a defense. And now, look, this is hard in reality. But when yeah, you, from the standpoint of being like. Wow, I'm never going to get another gig. No, there's plenty of gigs. You will get another gig. For sure. You know, I mean, if you keep getting fired off of gigs, you need to take that as a signal to maybe deal with some of the other things that we've said in other episodes as far as practice, get better, get, be professional, get be conscientious, be talented, you know, yeah, the, yeah. little things like that. But when you have that abundance mentality, it's kind of like, yeah, it's a drag, especially if you love doing the gig and playing with that band. But you're like, you know what? Maybe the next door is even going to be better. So you're already thinking along those lines. It makes it a better pill to take. Every time that I've been fired from a gig, I've gotten way better after those experiences. Because mm. it's been a wake-up call maybe. Of Absolutely. Like, or it's just been like, okay, so what I've been doing wasn't working for this person. Yeah. I need to kind of rearrange how I approach this music. right? Yeah. Like I need to, to figure this out so that um, – I can I cannot repeat these same mistakes. Yeah. But then also it kind of it does light a fire. It does. Under you to be like, you know what? That's not a good feeling. Mm-mm. I want to be in demand. I want to be, you know, right. wanted. So maybe I need to step this up a little bit. And sometimes it could be the best thing that happens to you. Yeah. Sure. And, and I think the biggest thing, if you do want it to be uh, a positive and maybe even the best thing that happens to you and something for your growth and for your improvement, the biggest thing you have to get over and look, you just got to get over this is um, the shame. Of it. Yeah. See, most times we get we get caught up in Latin, like 
the injustice of it and all these things that we want to say, no, I shouldn't have been. I'm supposed to be doing that. Forget about that. What you're really is you're shameful. You're afraid people are going to be like, wow, he got fired. But the thing is, everyone's been fired. Every great jazz musician <laughs> you've ever heard of has been fired probably exactly. multiple times. Exactly. And I mean, even beyond, you know, look, Michael Jordan didn't make his high school basketball team when he was a freshman or sophomore yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. So what if he'd been like taking that shame and rejection you know, no, he, he took that in. So the quicker you get over the shame and the embarrassment, I guess, maybe it's more embarrassment. I think it's a little embarrassment. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No one, it, it's never fun. No, no, it's never fun. But when you, when you get to the point where you can kind of revel and be like, wow, how can I grow? What can I do to really push me forward, myself forward? Yeah. That's when it gets interesting. Okay. So let's talk about if we're on the other end of this, let's start yeah. with the hiring. Let's start with the positive. Okay. So how, how do you go about hiring the I don't want to say the best people yeah. because I really think it's the best fit for what you're trying to right, do. Right, right. You know, best person for the job. Best person for the right. job. That's not always the best player. No. Or maybe the, your best friend. No. But it's some kind of combination. It's some kind of alchemy that you have to work out right. of this person is going to fit into this yeah. group of people that I'm bringing together yeah, yeah. in the best way. So I think you're already hitting on it. The group of – so there's the, the great player, but there's definitely that mindset of like can they play great in this situation? Yes. Can they – are they available, first of all? Uh, and um, although I would just say that some people are like – um, I remember actually some great players ask uh, really great like legendary jazz musicians saying like oh asking me for a recommendation of like a drummer and I suggested somebody and they're like oh you know they they would never come play with me they're they're, they're always busy. I'm like, no, give them a call. You know, you never know. That's yeah, the same yeah. kind of abundance scarcity kind it's of thing. True. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, don't ever be afraid to like reach for the stars or for whatever. Sure. Yeah. But You'd um, be surprised. yeah, but I mean, get somebody that's going to work great in the situation. And then I think you have to evaluate the situation, like how social is it? There's some situations where you just have to get a certain skill and it really doesn't matter if they get along, if they're in a one off concert. Yeah, totally. And something that say has a really specific, like hard part that needs to be read by a flautist or something. But they're the perfect ones. They're the perfect yeah. ones, yeah. The personality now, almost doesn't matter. It almost point. doesn't matter. I mean, if you can get somebody that's fun to hang out with after the gig, that's a bonus. But yeah. you're now, if you're in a regular band situation you're where... you're on a 40-city tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it affects the music. And it's not just about, like, look, you have to put the music first with all this. Yeah. If you put the music that's first... That's number one for both these Yeah, things. number one, put the music first. <laughs> right, yeah. Because if you do that, then all these decisions become a lot easier. Yeah, that kind of can kind of come with experience because there's always a tendency to go with your boy. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean <laughs> exactly. And that you're sometimes your boy isn't always the best fit. Exactly, what you're trying to do. And we and we also we miss out on so much. And I'm so glad there's such an awareness talking about diversity in terms of gender, race, geographic, economic, all these things. Um, sexual orientation everything like in in traditionally we're like we call our boys even like the way we say that yeah, yeah, is yeah. like how many great players are we missing so like make sure when you're looking cast a wide net go to because first of all you know you're going to get to a bigger diversity of players that way right. and better players the more that you have and you're going to get something that's a bonus to not having that same way of thinking maybe that you do so they're going to bring something even better and more diverse and interesting to what you think that you want to do you know because it's not all just especially in jazz this is not just about we're trying to get robots to execute we're trying to get creative people that bring something to the table yeah reach out to people who personally and musically challenge you yeah will challenge the music yeah in a positive way i think that's very important good point and i've i've found that like when i've played with and kind of pushed the envelope and gone with people that maybe i wasn't sure how how they're going to be like it it's been such a like if they're if you keep the music first and they're really good players um 
even if they're like you think you don't have anything in common, you realize you have the music in common. For sure. That brings people together. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the uncomfortable situation of having to fire yes. someone. Have you ever had to fire anybody? Uh, I have, yeah, a couple times. Not really a whole lot, so I don't have a huge amount of experience. But to me, I mean, maybe I'm just a cold, cold-blooded murderer. But <laughs> I don't really have a problem with that because, again, I sort of just take the music. Like, as long as I'm doing it for musical reasons and not sure. out of spite or because he or she, like, did something offensive to me personally that had nothing to do with the music. Like, if you keep the gig yep. in mind, then... It's just about like if you're the one who's empowered to make these decisions, it's just part of the, that's part of your job yeah. is like if there's somebody that can better fit into the thing. Of course, I think it's important to give somebody a chance like communication before you fire. I don't like this thing in any kind of situation where it's just like you're fired. Like you have to give them a chance and not a chance in terms of like you're on uh, thin ice because then it's, not, you know, you're yeah. just setting them up. For and sure. it's not about even like whatever legal requirement you have to do. It's, it's just about like have you put them in the best situation to succeed? Because sometimes somebody be it from an employee to a band member that's your band that you have a lot of control over it's just as much your responsibility to make sure that they're the right fit but sometimes they're not so i think just having that frank discussion with them is important now i don't like this thing of like like what you just were saying of like three months like say look you've got three months to get it together because then you're wasting their time and your time and i think it's better to just sit them down and say look um it's not working we both know this i i can I could go through the charade of saying you're going to be on probation for a while, but we know that's not going to work. I think that you would succeed in other situations. I'm happy to recommend you based upon these criteria. For this, the way I have my band now and, and or the way th- this band is going, it's just not your skill set is not a good fit. It's probably not even what you want to be doing if you really look at it. Yeah, and the way you just phrased that I think is a good point because – you don't have to give them every single detail no. of why, like, I'm firing you because <laughs> you, yeah, you missed that change in the in the yeah. last two gigs or whatever. And, and you, it's not even good because then they're going to come back and be like, oh, well, you missed and it then, too. Yeah, and so, like, you don't want to get into a dialogue. So no. when you actually have to do it, you know, keep it short. If they ask why, you know, be as vague and as forgiving as possible with yeah. it. Though You know, it's not the right fit. It's time for a change, I think, is yeah. is a good strategy for that. But. Yeah, you don't have to like give them a list, and in fact, that's just going to be counterproductive to the conversation. Exactly, because it, it's really—I mean, if they've been around that long, um, I mean, if it's like a short-term thing, and then like you bring somebody on, and then you're having to fire them immediately. That's probably your fault yep. for like if you made the decision. If you kind of come together, yeah. then there's like a working out period or whatever. Did you get fired by Willie Akins ever? Uh, <laughs> I don't think I actually got fired, but I was never like, I mean, I played with him. I you was never in his band, band yeah. long term. Like you, and I was so young, man. I, I mean, I was barely hired. Everything was on probation. I was 15, 16 years old. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I was 17 when he fired me mm. and he just called me and this is, this was like a model of how to fire people. He was like, he goes, Hey man, uh, it's not working out. <laughs> uh, keep practicing. <laughs> And I'll I'll talk. I got another guy for the gig. I'll talk <laughs> to you. That's so great. Yeah, it's so respectful and honest. Yeah. and like, you and know. I did. I ca- and then a year <laughs> later, he hired me again. He hired me back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of my biggest uh, times of development came. I was fired by Betty Carter. Um, I mean, I was kind of. I mean, I was fired. It was never like. It was a little bit. I had some personal family stuff I had to deal with, so I took some time off. But she also told me. Like, if I didn't move to New York, I couldn't be in the band any longer. I played with her for nine months, and it was like, I was sort of the only 
person around that time that wasn't living in New York. I kind of fly up there on my own when we started touring stuff, and I didn't really tell her at first. I was just like, I was up there a lot. Yeah. But when she sort of found out, well, if you're not gonna live in New York, you're gonna be fired. And so I was a little bit obstinate about that, and because of my family situation and stuff in New Orleans, I, I really needed to stay there anyway. Mm. So she basically fired me over that. But what it made me realize, like that lit a fire under me. I was like, wow, if I don't live, go back to New York, because I lived in New York before that, I'm like, I better be so good. And I wasn't that good. I mean, I was good enough to do the gig. But, but not I, enough for her to be exactly. like, live in New Orleans. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so I, I started getting a mentality of like, okay, if I'm going to play with the big boys, the Betty Carters of the world, yeah. then I better be so much better than everybody else right. that they don't mind flying me up there or the inconvenience. Because it is an inconvenience. New York, sure. especially back then, was like the center of the jazz world. It's a little different now. Yeah, it's a I little understand bit where she's coming from, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and like, who was I? So I, at the time, I wasn't like, what's wrong? I mean, I totally understood it. So yeah. that was more of a... But that did help me a lot, actually. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, well, this is uh, this is a fun conversation. Yeah, I was kidding. You're not fired, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, but uh, you are on probation. I hope not. We have two, <laughs> two oh, yeah, more yeah. podcasts. In two recorded. days, to check back with me. <laughs> All right. So it's still hot as hell in here, uh, but you can. <laughs> we're still making uh, jazz educational courses at yeah. OpenStudioJazz.com. We can make a fried com. egg on top of this as well. Oh, yeah. So it's burning up. Go to OpenStudioJazz.com. Check out our new platform. It's like lightning fast is a bunch of hip new features like quizzes practice routines clapping as i emphasize yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too hot to do that. um and yeah. also uh you'll hear it just so folks know it's still in effect go to you'll hear it.com uh, you can click on podcasts there none of that's changing that that's our blog everything's free we, information on the podcast we might have a major you'll hear it announcement coming up soon oh know. we do we you do know about that yeah well you know what because we got this travel schedule should we tease it out now well, we could just do it with one word. But first, we're going to say one word as we go out. Well, hold on. We have a, we have a listener tune yeah. that we're going to, that you're probably listening to right now. This is Blue by Ziza Muftik. Um, one word, though, to tease the new You'll Hear It. You'll Hear It Premium. I was the one Always searching, find.